By any measure, North America's highest mountain is ginormous. But our Alaska birding group didn't see Denali at all when we drove from Anchorage to Denali National Park on June 18th, nor while we were doing our wildlife tour of the park on June 19th. The mountain was right there, of course, but enveloped, as it usually is, in clouds, many of its own making. We did luck out on June 20th when we drove back to Anchorage. The clouds started breaking up in the morning, and we could see at least part of Denali's snow-covered peak from a couple of birding spots. Traveling up from Anchorage on June 18th and back down again on the 20th, we made a lunch stop at Mary's McKinley View Lodge, a wonderful restaurant which not only serves delicious lunches, but also has the most scrumptious brownies I've ever eaten. On the way up, I didn't at all mind not being able to see the mountain from the cafe. I was too busy in the parking lot photographing violet-green swallows. Coming back, the swallows were busier with nesting. I got a few more photos of them, but mostly pointed my camera at Denali. The mountain itself is spectacular but so is the wildlife. On the drive up, we saw a mother moose with twin calves at Trapper Creek along the George Parks Highway. The photos I took were my favorite moose pictures ever. The next day, we took the Denali Tundra Wilderness Tour, a five-and-a-half-hour narrated bus tour through the park. Our guide was knowledgeable about birds, but other than our group, most of the people on the full bus were not focused on birds, and so we spent most of our time looking at mammals. We saw moose and some distant doll sheep, but I was most taken with my very first looks at wild-alive caribou or reindeer. We also saw a very close Arctic ground squirrel. We got decent looks at a golden eagle and several northern harriers. Our final photo op of the bus tour was of a stunning male willow ptarmigan dust bathing in the gravel road. He moseyed to the side of the road as we watched, and my window was perfect for getting my best photos ever of Alaska's state bird. Some of us took a short after-dinner optional trip on the Denali Road that same day in hopes of seeing a northern hawk owl. Sure enough, we got great looks and nice if distant photos of one being harassed by a pair of varied thrushes and a feisty little ruby-crowned kinglet. My favorite birds of the evening were a pair of semi-palmated plovers nesting on the gravel road. We returned to the same spot the next morning, June 20th, for all these same birds before heading back to Anchorage. On that drive, we also saw one last Arctic warbler. I didn't add any lifers on the entire Denali part of our trip. Indeed, a lot of the birds were species I get to see regularly in the Saxon bog and even in my own backyard. But as much as I like to keep my life list up to date and to add to it, the greatest pleasure of birding for me is simply seeing birds and other cool wildlife. And by any measure, the birds we saw at Denali were thrilling, no matter how many times I may already have seen them. 
Of all our national parks, Denali has experienced the highest, scariest temperature increases due to climate change. Some of the direr predictions claimed that the mean annual temperature at the Eielson Visitor Center at mile 66 on the Denali Highway would rise to 29.8 degrees Fahrenheit by 2040. But it's risen much faster than that. The mean annual temperature averaging 32.4 degrees in 2015 through 19. The Tundra Wilderness Tour used to be a full-day trip covering the entire 92 miles of the park road. Long stretches of the road are built on what were once stable rock glaciers. But those glaciers are crumbling as the ice within them melts. A 100-yard stretch of road beyond mile 45 collapsed last year and is completely impassable. So the road beyond there and the Eielson Visitor Center are are closed until further notice. Alaska is a unique and priceless national treasure, with species found nowhere else in the country and in some cases on the continent. Some of these are incredibly charismatic animals that people especially love, such as puffins, polar bears, and reindeer. Americans of all political stripes worked together to pass the Endangered Species Act in 1973. Where is that universal political will when we need it more urgently than ever? I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.